Locked On Podcast Network and Odyssey present Locked On Today. Are the Clippers not getting enough attention as the best team in the NBA? Why New Orleans is not worried about Zion's affinity for New York. Plus, with the 15th pick in the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021, Patriots select... I'm Peter Bukowski, starting your day with the stories you need to know and biggest debates in sports. You're locked on today. Searching all major sports. Found. Let's start with the biggest story. The Clippers beat the Portland Trailblazers 113-112 in a thriller Tuesday night. The Clippers are 17-5 since the All-Star break. Their first in win percentage, first in offensive rating, first in three-point shooting, second in net rating, fourth in field goal percentage, and fifth in defensive rating. Joining me now to talk about this hot streak, William Updike from Locked On Clippers. And William, what has keyed this stretch where the Clippers, really for the first time in two years, look like, oh, that Clippers team? Everything just seems to be clicking at the right time. Um, Paul George, you know, bouncing back from that toe injury has been massive. Um, his field goal percentage is back up to where we were used to seeing it. That streak of 30-point games is nuts. And I feel like what we're not talking about enough is that he's able to do this without really getting to the free throw line, still not really getting the calls that he wants. But uh, his performance offensively has been absolutely crucial to this winning streak for the Clippers. How much of that has been, you know, this addition of Rajon Rondo? I know that's something that is that is something that, you know, you look at the playoffs and the impact of playoff Rondo. And it's not like he was terrific in this game. Uh, Three of seven, but nine points, six rebounds, seven assists off the bench. That's what you're getting from Rajon Rondo. So how how much has he been a part of their their coalescence here? So, I I mean, he's been a huge part. Uh, That was a signing that. You know, due to Rondo's season thus far, uh, I, I wasn't initially pleased with, but uh, <clears throat> he's been an invaluable piece to this to this Clippers team. And the thing is, is that he, uh, he he's filled up in the guard rotation where you know we've had the absence of Patrick Beverly for the majority of the season. So he's been crucial there. And I think that you know he's one of those players that I, it's tough for me to discern what his playoff minutes are going to look like it will depend on the health of the clippers but just him being on the bench and him like being in the ears of the guys uh dissecting you know the offenses of the other team and really you know being a catalyst as a, and a facilitator for the clippers team uh has been so hugely impactful he's one of those guys that you you know even when he doesn't have an impressive game he's always a net positive on this team when you look at the Western Conference right now, uh, the other LA team was the team that that had been sort of the story of the early part of the season. They came back and looked better than ever. The Clippers right now certainly have a case that they're the best team in the West, that they should be the favorites. How do you project them as a playoff team right now? They just seem to be peaking at the right time. Like right now, I feel very strong. I, I mean, I'm a Clippers fan, so I don't want to get my hopes too high. But things are looking really good. And and if you know we end up in this first round matchup with Portland, I think that that's going to end up being a cakewalk. That's kind of like one of the easier paths for the Clippers. So we'll see. It, it, it's looking really good. Obviously, you know, a fully healthy Lakers squad is is a different story. That defense, even you know, with the absences of LeBron and AD still being top in the league, is is kind of baffling. But I, yeah, I would say the Clippers are you know clearly contenders, and right now playing some of the best basketball that they've played all season, which is peaking at the right time in my book. 
Locked On Today is brought to you in partnership with Odyssey. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y. Your new home for music, news, sports, and podcasts. Download the Odyssey app today. Coming up, why New Orleans is not worried about Zion's affinity for New York. That's next. Now, here's what you need to be locked on today. The sports world reacted to the news on Tuesday that former Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin was found guilty of second-degree unintended murder, third-degree murder, and second-degree manslaughter by a jury for his role in the murder of George Floyd last May. Here is the Hawks' Lou Williams. Today was a good day for, you know, African-Americans and anybody else that's been a part of injustice that comes to the hands of police brutality and, and acts like that. And so, you know, we look we look forward to the, to the sentencing in a couple of months and hopefully, you know, uh, that brings complete closure for the family and a lot of people in this country. You know, obviously we have a long way to go um, as people, as a society here. But today was a start. It was a good day. Pelicans head coach Stan Van Gundy spoke to reporters ahead of Tuesday night's game against the Brooklyn Nets shortly after Shelvin was found guilty on all three counts. I guess what you wonder out of all this is, is it going to change anything? You know, is it going to change anything? I mean, it was a just verdict, but it, will it have larger implications? Will it force us or, you know, at least motivate us to explore um better policing and solving the immense problem of, of racial justice. Is it going to, is it going to do any of that? Is it going to move us forward on any of that? Or is just this just an isolated verdict on one where we had clear video evidence? So I applaud the just verdict, but it's hard for me to, to celebrate based on where the whole thing started, George Floyd still being dead, people since then being dead, and not having overwhelming confidence that that this is going to be a step in the right direction and not an isolated incident. The WNBA has been at the forefront for change and social justice. Today, this was the statement they released after the jury came back with a guilty verdict. This year, we have witnessed traumatizing instances of police brutality that black Americans disproportionately experience, with the murder of George Floyd at the forefront of the conversation. While this verdict represents a step toward justice, we are reminded that justice is too often not the outcomes for people of color. The WNBA and the WNBA Players Association Social Justice Council will continue its work to combat injustice and inequality in our country and hope. This represents a true turning point for how the effects of systemic racism begin to be addressed. And in closing said, we stand with all those who felt the deep impact of George Floyd's death. Here's what to look for today on betonline.ag. The New York Knicks are on a roll. Alex Wolf from Locked On Knicks here. The Knicks have won seven straight games, 109 to 97 tonight. Over the Charlotte Hornets, R.J. Barrett has 24 points, 18 in the third quarter alone. And the kid is blossoming into a star right before our eyes. He's had his ups and downs this year, but by and large, for the last three months or so, he's playing like a future star in the making. Tonight was no different. And the Knicks, they are just on fire, cannot be stopped right now. And Knicks fans, you know, probably about two or three wins away from being completely insufferable. So the rest of the NBA, enjoy it while you can. The Knicks are hot. The Knicks are back. Will they make it eight in a row tonight? 
The betonline.ag line has the Knicks giving one and a half points against the Atlanta Hawks. The winner gets the fourth solo spot in the East. The Oakland Athletics have won nine in a row, but that doesn't stop them from being underdogs on betonline.ag. The A's are getting one and a half points at home against the Twins. To check out the full list, head to betonline.ag where you can bet on the NBA, NHL, MLB, and NFL futures. You name it, they have it. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use that promo code locked on to get a 50% welcome bonus. Here is another story you need to know. The Brooklyn Nets, without Kevin Durant or James Harden, beat the New Orleans Pelicans 134-129. Joining me now, Jake Madison from Locked On Pelicans. And Jake, this was a team that had playoff aspirations coming into the season. They're getting a terrific year from Zion Williamson, who has mostly stayed healthy. So what is this team missing right now? You know, you could go any number of directions with that and with the answer to this question. They need some more three-point shooting to help them close out games. You've seen a couple of really close fourth-quarter games for New Orleans now against the Knicks on Sunday, this game against the Brooklyn Nets, and they really just didn't have the offense to carry them. When Zion's your only threat, other than maybe sometimes Brandon Ingram, you can throw three, four guys at him, and the Pelicans just completely stall out, and that's why you've seen them collapse multiple times this season in the fourth quarter. You also need some more defense. They just had no one to answer for Kyrie Irving in this one or Julius Randle against the Knicks. And you can look at a number of different guys this year, whether it's a guy like Damian Lillard or De'Aaron Fox, who've just lit this team up. If you're not going to be perfect on offense every possession, you at least need to get some stops. And that's not something that New Orleans has been able to do. You mentioned the Knicks on Sunday. Zion Williamson made some waves, made some headlines with some comments after the game. He, if you watch the video, and I'm sure you did, Jake, he is asked about playing in Madison Square Garden, and the guy absolutely lights up talking about playing at MSG, playing in New York, says it's his second favorite place to play. How has this all played in New Orleans? I mean, fans are obviously not thrilled hearing something like that. And I think to a certain degree, it was sensationalized a little bit being run with because it's a good quote, right? And he did light up, as you kind of said, on every sort of media outlet there is. But at the end of the day, even though New Orleans has uh, been burned twice with Chris Paul and then Anthony Davis, they still are kind of in cruise control when it comes to Zion Williamson. He doesn't even have a chance to be an unrestricted free agent for three more years. And that's if he kind of breaks precedent that we've seen throughout the history of the NBA of these guys taking max deals and instead takes the qualifying offer. I'm not here to say that he's going to be here seven or eight years like most rookies do. I think there's some changes coming down the pipeline with the NBA CBA that might change things a little bit. And Zion's qualifying offer in two years, mind you, is $17.5 million. He might break history, but there's nothing to necessarily say that he has or made up his mind on that or that he will. So there's still some time before we need to dive too deep into this. But at the end of the day, New Orleans needs to put a winner around Zion Williamson if they want to keep him. If you want to keep any player, that's what you need to do. And that's what makes this offseason so pivotal for this franchise. Coming up with the 15th pick in the ultimate mock draft 2021, the New England Patriots select. Our cue of the day is next. Today's episode is brought to you by our friends at Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever, and they just keep adding flavors. I get a box once a month 
from them with with new flavors marshmallow churro is this new flavor that's on its way unbelievable birthday cake i can't say enough about how delicious they are i was traveling over the weekend some long car rides and read for a built bar and you satisfy that little sweetness craving and you don't feel guilty about it it's not eating gummy bears or you know whatever else it is stuff that is low calorie, low sugar, high protein, and high fiber to give you good energy, lasting energy because of what they put in it. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Agree or disagree? This is the Q of the Day. Our Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 rolls forward today. Picks 11 through 15. Go check that out on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Joining me now to talk about Pick 15, a particularly interesting pick, both in the NFL and in our Ultimate Mock Draft, the host of Locked On Patriots, Mike DeBate. And Mike, what was your thought process here and who was your pick? Uh, my pick at number 15 was Mac Jones, quarterback out of Alabama. And that's going to elicit some eye rolls throughout Patriots Nation, maybe through the national media as well. But look, the bottom line is the Patriots needed a quarterback and their needed quarterback trumped a lot of other options, really considered going Micah Parsons at the linebacker position. You know, Bill Belichick's penchant for defensive players just like that. It's something that I think Belichick would have a difficulty laying off of, but Ultimately, Jones being here at number 15 and the allure of not having to trade up for a quarterback made this a pick that unfortunately or fortunately, depending on your point of view, I had to make. Jones is someone that can succeed in the Patriots system. You take a look at what Jones needs to succeed, what he had at Alabama. Jordan Reed of the Draft Network put it very eloquently. He needs the three Ps. He needs protection, he needs playmakers, and he needs a play caller. Protection is something that the Patriots can give him. They're very adept at being able to protect their quarterbacks on the offensive line. Playmakers, some may roll their eyes a little bit, but the Patriots have done a pretty good job in this offseason of adding playmakers, whether it be Jonu Smith or Hunter Henry at the tight end position, Nelson Aguilar, Kendrick Bourne at the wide receiver position. They still have some pretty adept running backs, including a former teammate of his and Damian Harris. So you take a look at what these guys are able to do. I think they're going to be able to do that. And when you look at the play calling, Josh McDaniels is a pretty good play caller as well, and he has the ability, meaning Mac Jones, to succeed in a Belichickian McDaniels-type offensive scheme. Yeah, everyone talking themselves into Mac Jones at three with the 49ers for all the reasons that Jimmy Garoppolo succeeded in San Francisco. Mac Jones could succeed in San Francisco and guess where Jimmy G came from. He came from the New England Patriots system. You mentioned trading up, Mike. Any thought in this exercise to moving up to try and get, you know, fields went off the board early, but, but, you know, trying to sneak up to, to snag Trey Lance. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely an allure for Lance. Look, Lance can definitely play a lot of different positions. He's a much better athlete, pure athlete than a Mac Jones. He has the ability to align in the pistol. He can play in the gun. He can really use his legs to extend plays and be a dual threat quarterback that Mac Jones, quite fr frankly, uh, Peter, isn't. But at the same time, when you look at trading up, I did consider it. Uh, but at the same time, you also look at the talent in this draft. You look at what the Patriots have around them. 
And my gut reaction is that Bill Belichick is probably going to stand pat at 15. Now, will he end up moving up? We'll see. But in my estimation, me being the GM, I wanted to roll the dice, take my chances at what was available at 15. And like I said, if back wasn't there or a quarterback wasn't there, probably would have gone defense. But the need was the deciding factor, and that's ultimately why I chose to go with Mac in this situation. Here's how this pick went over with WEEI's Andy Gresh. Well, Mac Jones was the right choice for the Patriots because when you look at the offense that he played in, it's Nick Saban. We know Nick Saban and Bill Belichick have known each other going all the way back to their time in the early 90s in Cleveland, and this is one where I trust the intel of Bill Belichick. We had Lane Kiffin, the coach of Ole Miss. It's a couple days ago came out and said hey not everybody calls to get intel on these players but Bill Belichick is one of those guys and you know that him and Saban are hanging out and fishing and stuff like that so if anybody is going to have the right kind of intel as to what a Patriots quarterback would profile to be it would be Bill Belichick in snagging Mac Jones that said we have not erased the legend of Tom Brady and that's going to be one of the things that Mac Jones really has to fight against is everybody's going to be comparing him to Brady out of the shoot, and it's probably going to be pretty unfair. And finally, Alabama became the latest state to pass name, image, and likeness laws to allow NCAA athletes to profit while in school. It's the latest in a new kind of arms race with top sports programs who can sell potential five-star prep recruits on the idea they can make money at, say, Alabama, but not at some other blue blood school. Now that you've got the news, go make some money. Listen to Locked on Bets, download and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Coming up on Thursday, what surprises await in the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021? At least until tomorrow. Stay locked on today.